Welcome to another episode of Bringing Down the Grindhouse, and tonight we're going to be talking about comedy horror. How's it going, John? It's going well, thanks. I was actually excited for this one, because anyone I told about it was freaking out over it, because of the films that we chose for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it ended up being something that was exciting to kind of get into, and also re-watching it after like so many years, both of them. I actually really was excited, because I'd never seen either of these movies, and I... Oh, had see, I've never seen either of them in my whole life before. I just have seen things and heard stuff. And Did you watch them like back to back or like? I watched them back to back pretty much. Oh yeah, I basically went like it was one on a shift on my work. I like on during one of my little sit down breaks, I was able to plow through one of the movies. I was yeah. able to plow through Leprechaun at work. <sighs> yeah. And so whatnot. so what are the two movies that we focused on for the film today? Analysis? Today we focused. I mean, well, the, over the last week we focused on. Killer Clowns from Outer Space and Leprechaun. <laughs> uh, uh, Killer Clowns was released in 1988, and uh, Leprechaun was released in 1993. Yep, Killer Clowns from Outer Space was released in 1988, and it had a budget of 1.8 million. Damn. Um, although I cannot seem to find any numbers for how much Killer Clowns from Mars made, which was kind of interesting because, like you mentioned, you know, we were talking about it off. Uh, the recording you mentioned that it got released on VHS like how many years later uh, it got released on VHS in 2001 is what I remember which is a really silly amount of time for it and then right. the uh, sequel to it has been in development hell forever ever well, since didn't then they just make an announcement but yeah sci-fi just picked it up yep this is the deal well I'll get into sci-fi in just a second but Leprechaun was released in 1993 mm -hmm. starred Jennifer Aniston who I don't really have to explain who that is, but uh, the box office was $8.6 off of a $1 million budget. So they made like seven times the amount of money that they put into this movie. So Leprechaun, highly successful. As far as the critics go, though, people fucking hated that movie. Oh, Leprechaun was... Is, <laughs> I, we'll talk about our opinions at the end of this, but we really want to focus on right the content of these movies, really, rather than how I feel about either of them. <laughs> we'll get to that, like... I'm sure I just gave it away, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we already had a discussion about just having Jennifer Aniston in Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Aniston is Jennifer Aniston when it comes to <laughs> acting. And, you know, she's been in some good roles. We've talked about her Friends time before and how I like Friends and John doesn't like Friends. And right. that's we don't need to rehash this argument. You know, we, <laughs> we almost killed each other over a heated debate after the podcast. <laughs> Knives were drawn shouting was made uh, uh someone's cat disappeared in the whole amount of this horrible thing <laughs> but aside from that uh jennifer aniston is in it i think that was the big draw for the leprechaun movie it in must the first have place. been but also like probably just really good timing you know like when yeah. they release like disaster movies and they always do it at the same time. Yeah. Like, there's never just one disaster movie out of nowhere. It's always, like, five or six because people are, like, jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, it's, like, it must have just been a really good time in 1993 I mean, for that movie to come out. Leprechaun also had, like, a... Had like a uh, well, the, the general... Well, I guess we should start with the general gist of what Leprechaun is. <laughs> like, what is the whole... It's basically this small Leprechaun was tormenting this family that stole his gold. Or he thinks stole his he gold. Thinks, yeah, he, yeah. he thinks stole his gold. We never really get confirmation uh, if they, they did. The old Irishman traps him in a box with a four-leaf clover because that is 
basically like it, it's really interesting to me that the leprechaun is essentially almost has a vampiric like weakness almost to him. right just a single like, thing yeah it's just it's whereas whereas a vampire would be a cross uh the in some uh iterations oh like the uh, the wooden stake yeah well i mean well, i mean sometimes the cross oh, is wait, just used to ward right. off vampires just, like, sometimes yeah they just put it and they go oh no vampire god jesus and then they freak <laughs> out and then, <laughs> um but uh so the four-leaf clover is used similar to that. It's like a weakness right. for the leprechaun. Which is funny because it's supposed to be like the ultimate symbol of luck. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's just like you can ward off evil leprechauns for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which also is another thing. They made the leprechaun evil. Like for the most part, whenever you like see popular media, see Lucky Charms and whatever else, mm-hmm. they're really happy-go-lucky kind of leprechauns yeah, that you exactly. meet. Where in this case, he's like, you stole my gold. I'm going to fucking kill all of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's yeah, my no, money? I mean, I mean, from what I know, leprechauns were like trickster, were like trickster yeah. folklore spirits and stuff. So they kind of had that aspect. For like them. the older folklore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for definitely. Irish folklore in particular. Yeah. Um, Do they only exist in Irish folklore? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I mean, I'm sure there's something yeah. comparable to the leprechaun right. in other ones, but the leprechaun's pretty specifically Irish and usually associated with Irish folklore. Okay. But, I mean... In the movie, he like tears people up and they shoot him with guns, and he falls over and is just de- like dis- disabled for a moment, and then he right. keeps chasing after them. And the acting in the movie is acting. <laughs> well, the movie itself has like like rules. Yeah, Kinda like like any good horror movie, it does have very specific it has, rules like, to specific it. Specific yes, rules I for agree. the monster and for like how the characters survive. Yeah, and so that kind of gives you like a way to gauge the film on whether or not this person's going to survive. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's like sort of what ties into the rules for like the final girl. We talked about it. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like how, episode how... three. Mm-hmm. It's like with the, with black Christmas and the final girls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like there's those rules that they started using and this one, they definitely put in some rules for the leprechaun. He's like not invincible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can disable him and whatnot and, and, and things like that. And it's like, but it's just it's weird things that oh I think one of my funny parts is that he's expressively a shoemaker yes and so they throw shoes at him and he must shine them his rule is that he must shine shoes yes so they literally distract this monster by throwing buckets of shoes at him <laughs> and he has to stop to shine each one and they use this to like distract him yeah. for a moment and it's pretty hilarious to be honest because he's just like oh no me shoe and he just like picks it up and supposedly when i was reading through some articles about the film it was supposed to be much more serious horror but the guy who plays the leprechaun inserted so much humor warwick davis yes thank you who had to that they had to like sort of revise what they were doing and be like actually this is pretty funny and then they just kept it going with his weird humor and so in the same way he was able to make that humorous role or that serious role into something that's kind of funny and no one else could really do it on top of like he's already a small dude, and how many are how many yep. actors are playing those kind of characters? <laughs> so it was like he kind of just set didn't, the didn't bar Warwick for it. Play an Ewok? Uh, I'm pretty sure he did. Didn't he play an Ewok? I well, think. he wasn't he. He was an Ewok, and then he was in some of the other Star Wars films. I think. Okay, yeah, it would, yeah, that makes sense. He was in uh, Rogue One. Oh, you remember? Shit. Do you remember uh, Enfist Nest? The the like the rebel leader the girl mm-hmm. uh he's one of like the marauders with her oh okay he, like pulls off his helmet and like fucking does a rocket launcher to <laughs> to the center of the crowd all right yes um so yes no yeah warwick davis definitely made the uh 
character very very funny right for sure and that was one of the that's what made the movie more comedic than horror when they were trying to make it more serious they were trying so hard to make was, it really I was serious scared. i was not scared well no i think it's like it ended up being funny because of his interactions mm-hmm. like you look at him and he's not the most intimidating, nope. like scary character. Not at all. Uh, but he he's violent out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, what yeah. really got me. For yeah, he just starts like tearing people's like arms apart and shit, and just oh god. <laughs> and then the one guy has the one coin. That's that's somehow like he swallowed it. Yeah. To keep all of the gold, and then the leprechaun's like counting all his gold, and he. I don't, it, doesn't he attempt to like rip it out of his stomach I, yes definitely yeah absolutely absolutely does <laughs> wait so so then they were making sort of like uh it was like a funny play on the slasher films mm-hmm, because yes. he's so like not intimidating mm-hmm. and then the the other rules like you mentioned where he has to like shine all the shoes that get thrown at him yeah, which exactly. is such a weird wacky oh it's very very strange yes definitely I mean, it's 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 a funny movie. That's definitely the thing. It's a funny like. Yeah, like, I enjoy. I almost it. feel like it's like a parody of horror movies, kind of in a way. It kind oh, of yeah. parodies it a little bit. I do. I do think that the idea of a leprechaun being like maniacal and horrible over his gold getting stolen and like murdering people is pretty great, in all honesty. Um, I, yeah, definitely. It's a good. It's a. I like the concept a lot. Um, for. For Leprechaun, so they had they had Warwick Davis, they had Jennifer Aniston, and I feel like there was one more person on here that I was like, oh shit, I didn't know he was in this. I feel like Jennifer Aniston was like the main draw for the movie, for like bringing people to see it. Mm. Um, even though like even though the film made a lot of money, I think it was just because people were like, what is this? Like this is so different than what's being brought out at that time. The I mean I we may have already mentioned it, but the box office is surprising enough to me. The amount that it made it made it made six million in profit off of a one million dollar budget. Right. I mean, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty, pretty freaking crazy. Um they have they have five films for this, right? In the franchise. Yeah, it's got a real like Hellraiser vibe kind of in that <laughs> and it's got Hellraiseritis where they just made a whole bunch of disjointed and disconnected Hellraiser movies that just have a character that's related and like probably nothing else that reminds me of did you ever watch uh jason x i never the one watched where he's that in one. space oh I, I i think i saw bits from it like that a while long so time ago. funny <laughs> i'll never forget the one line the dude is super excited and he jumps out of nowhere and he's like it's okay guys all he wanted was his machete <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets chopped in half like the next that's two seconds so dumb. <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> Maybe I do. I need to go watch more of those, like those Jason movies, to like oh, find man. how ridiculous they are. Yes. All right. I suppose. So. Watching Jason X was like going back and rewatching uh, Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> like just super bad movie about a giant snake that eats everyone. <laughs> oh no! It's snakes in the water. Right. <laughs> right. Um. So I think we'll move on to the next film, Killer Clowns. Right. We'll discuss that one a little bit. So so the other film we had was killer clowns from outer space and then isn't there there's another one that has to do it's killer tomatoes from mars i think is what it's is called. that what the yeah, so it's killer it's clowns like, from outer space it's like weird movies that are like in that same sort of yeah no definitely. niche of what people want to watch mm-hmm. but in this case it brings to life your real fear of clowns um which is like that seems to be really common oh yeah no there was even been like articles about like about clowns walking around town and there's like social media reports of this craziness and 
I, I can't even, I, I don't even know where this comes from, but I've also heard the fear of clowns multiple times. It just came out not too long ago and the next one's on its way out now, which I'm actually kind of excited for the next I one. I liked the first it movie, the remake of it, even though like Tim Curry is always going to be fucking amazing as it, it's like they had uh, the new guy. They showed a picture of God, what's his name? Skarsgård or like, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They had him yeah. next to a, uh, the, of Tim Curry when he was the same age, they look like almost identical. Oh, that's so like crazy. they got the same like facial structure and everything mm. in the actor. And so they definitely were like paying a lot of attention to much. Also that movie scared the shit out of me. Yeah, like, it is definitely when he freaky. comes out of the damn projector into, oh, the, yeah. into yep, the fucking yep, garage. Yep. Done. Yep. Done. Dead. Was <laughs> I just... like jumped out of my seat in the theater. I was like, Oh fuck. You're like, no, 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 no. So um, yeah, I'm stoked for the second one. The second sure. one's going to be really cool because if you've read the it the it story, this is like the the part where the adults come back to their town right. to battle the clown again. <laughs> and I feel like they're going to amp up everything probably because he's now trying to scare adults. And what do adults are adults afraid of the boogeyman? No, adults are afraid of much more awful things. <laughs> much more awful things. So it's going to be very very cool. Um, that's what it, it really analyzed uh, horror really well, and what is what scares people. Because in the original it books, oh god, I'm not, I don't really need to do this right now. But in the original it books, uh, no, he used like yeah, yeah, yeah. He used, but he used like um, in the original book, the monsters that scared the children were like the Wolf Man and like the Swamp Thing, right? And they were like 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 childhood horror things. So he pulled from his own childhood to scare the like the characters in his book. Right. And then later on in the story, it gets crazier. Go read the book if you want to know. Anyway, so Killer Clowns. What I, One thing I liked about this movie is this is one of the few movies I've seen that has its own theme song. Yeah. And it's super catchy, and they like wrote it specifically for the movie, and it's it's pretty it's pretty great. You should go look it up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a carnival. Yeah, movie. it's like, like a you, yeah, you walked definitely. into a, like a carnival, like an evil carny mm-hmm. kind of vibe it's, off it's of it. It's pretty great, yeah. What's that? What's that one book? Uh, something wicked this way comes. <laughs> that kind of like. I've actually shit. never read that book. You should read it. Okay. It's not like it's not just straight up like something scary. It's just like the best way to describe it is a traveling like circus basically. Oh okay. Like comes into town and then they go and visit um, like the main people and they go and visit and start seeing weird shit happening. And so, like, it's just known as it's like a it's like an urban legend of like this thing kind of getting passed through towns, and like you can go and visit and see weird shit. And so they go and they start seeing like weird sideshows. They're like they walk into certain places, and it's like smaller or larger than it like really is because of like the tents and shit that they got set up. So it's worth it to go read it. So, I will have to check out that book, John. I definitely will. Uh. So Killer Clown starts off with a bunch of people at like Lover's Lane hooking up and stuff, doing their thing. And then they all see a bright light in the sky and, you know, it crashes down and there's like a person that lives out there goes investigates it. And it looks like a big circus tent. Their their spaceship looks like a huge yeah. circus tent. And um, they go inside like the uh, the old man goes there with his dog and his dog gets captured and then <laughs> he gets shot and you don't know what happens later. And then some people go exploring and they find the tent and go inside and it's like a carnival spaceship on the inside. Yep. And they encounter these these big scary like they're like rubber suit clowns and they like all it's That's like the, what got me too. the the costuming that they chose for it was like 
on top of them being clowns, it was really fucking weird. <laughs> it's really, I guess, honestly, they, this was a scarier movie. It was, they were just creepy looking. They're just yeah. Cre- it's a silly, creepy movie. And I liked that a lot. It reminded me, it made me, it, after watching this, I had to go watch Gremlins. Gremlins is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Yes. But I had to go watch it afterwards. It is, like, I think that it's because of the practical effects. Yeah, like, this oh, is definitely. like I'm gonna like I feel like I always say that for anything. That's I think really we good. need to do a Gremlins episode. We should definitely do a Gremlins yeah, episode. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do Gremlins with something else. Gremlins yeah. is great. Anyway, so yeah, and these uh, I liked the suits and all the design on all the character on all the monsters and everything is great. I love it. It's super silly and creepy, so it really amps up that horror. And I love how it's like almost like really like weird and surreal. Like when the people are getting chased and it's playing the theme song. <laughs> Yeah, it like plays the theme song and then they just they're like able to basically break the rules of like anything they can do in the film. Like there's a part where they're like driving basically like an invisible car <laughs> like next to <laughs> yep, the people yep, 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 yep. and you're just like I don't like I don't know how the fuck and then that's when the surreal part comes in where you're like they just start doing weird shit like that. It's like when you're watching a cartoon and they can do specific things because it's in the cartoon, like a delayed fall or something is like really one of the things. <laughs> um, uh, an interesting thing was like on the production side of things was that one of the most expensive props in movies, there's a, there's a popcorn gun that one of the clowns right. fires at two escaping characters from the, uh, from the clown, evil clown ship. And um, that gun cost $7,000 to make and took six weeks to make it. I wonder who hung on to that. I know, right? Who took the like, popcorn the gun popcorn with them? Gun. Yeah, right. I should research it. I loved the popcorn, the popcorn things that stick to them and then go home with them and then <sighs> appear in the laundry and attack them and stuff. I liked all of that stuff. It was all very creative, and I loved that whole aspect of it that they were like they really pushed like the scary ass clown nonsense thing in that movie. A blast though, absolutely fun. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I also liked how st- uh, the the police chief is really dumb. They're all trying to talk to him, and he thinks that all the youngsters are fucking with him. They're like, clowns? I don't know about any clowns. That's strange. Are you tr- you're all trying to pull funny on me. I'm not falling for it today. And then just hangs up on them and refuses to help as the town continue calls, yeah, calling out for help with evil clowns. <laughs> they, I feel like the writers or writer, whoever was doing it, they were just thinking of what's like the funniest thing they could think of for clowns to do together. And it's just multiple things that you would see either in a sideshow or on a cartoon. And then they would just bring it out to life. Like, I think I want to say at one point that one of the clowns like shrinks people and like throws them into a popcorn bag and just starts doing weird shit like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then there's there was Clownzilla. Clownzilla. Yep. The gigantic clown at the end where the where our where our would be protagonist the like police officer i think his yeah. name is no 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 like the first guy's name is like his name first name is like tom tobacco is the name of the main <laughs> character and like the police officer is dave <laughs> just dave just dave the cop and dave the cop just fights against uh clownzilla popping he finds out he can defeat them by popping their noses yep and so he like starts he fights clownzilla while everyone else escapes and explodes i found out that they originally wanted dave to die in the explosion, but he actually survives in like the flaming clown car that flies out of the ship. Oh, and then like, it's actually pretty great. Like the movie ends amazingly, right? Because they all just are staying there watching the ship explode. And then their friends all survive that were left on it. Like the two brothers that run the ice cream truck. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie. And um, then they're all hitting with a pie. <laughs> <At the very end. laughs> 
And I love that. It was a perfect end, and then just credits roll. It's done after they all get hit with a pie. And I mean, it good. was only like an hour and a half, right? Yeah, it was just like a very it's, standard it's a, it's length movie. It's a very movie. short movie, honestly. That's like almost Disney movie length. It's 90 minutes is feature length. Is it really? Yes, it is. That is a feature length movie is 90 minutes. I feel like you're lying. It's not lying. Look, <laughs> look that shit up, I'm man. I'm going to look it up. All right. Not right now, maybe, but like I will eventually. You want to school me right now? This is a school me right. moment. Wait, Fucking Google my ass. So a feature length motion picture must have a running time of more than 40 minutes to be eligible for an Academy Award. Fuck me. Whoa, that's to be eligible for Academy Award. I know. But I what can't is... seem to find a, a consensus. Oh, a consensus so I just read on the what, is officially, what is officially feature length. Yeah, so... Interesting. But I mean, like, you're not... Like, 90 minutes sounds believable. Yeah, it's pretty average for, right? for feature-length movies. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. You know, most most films are around that. Recent movies seem to be pushing it to, like... Yeah, oh, two hours like and well longer. well over two hours. Fucking uh, Endgame was, like, three hours. I mean, isn't, isn't Citizen Kane, like, a six-hour movie or some <laughs> no. nonsense? No. What, what movie is uh, really like, long like that? Uh, There's a movie that's like it's not Citizen Kane. It's another one. Then it's another older movie that's like I keep really Titanic is really long. long, but it's only because I saw the original release of the VHS on like four different tapes. So like it wasn't actually that long. Oh, technology! Right. So it's like they they definitely like released that movie on four big ass VHS tapes. So when you got like the package for it, it's humongous. My parents had it. I remember it like sitting on the shelf. Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but. I remember. I, I I don't even. Uh, never mind. I don't want to talk about Titanic. So yeah, you do. So you John, talk about Titanic. I don't, I'm not going to fucking talk, talk about, about Titanic. Fucking, I'm not going to. What do about it? it? I don't you want to argue fucking talk about, about that how movie. you could fit on the door. What? <laughs> I don't want to argue about a stupid meme joke from 15 <laughs> fucking years ago, bro. Like that was. Like, I wonder how many of our parents, after watching it, just going like that whole door thing. Fuck you. And our parents right. actually were just fighting over the end of Titanic, like how internet communities fight. I hope so. I hope I hope that's what was going on. They're just like, those fights really weren't any money related. Everyone's doing fine. They just really hated the ending of Titanic. Right. Fuck them. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm really mad that that movie and Avatar are like the most. Not anymore. They just got dethroned. Just recently. Just re- Who cares? They still dethroned. Fuck it. They old news. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Old news. <laughs> who is the new one the highest grossing film of all time isn't it isn't it uh it's either like one of the two marvel movies isn't it Fuck oh it. really endgame endgame went up there like 2.6 billion dollars oh, is wait. It star wars no dude star wars no. has been falling down man unfortunately not not just in sales not in my opinion right um i still like the just series overall. it's fine it's nice enough you know i'm not like a mega star wars fan though i like i prefer my my old republic lore and my old right. Republic stories and stuff like that to like the <laughs> tri- trilogy storylines. They're all good though. It's fine. It's all fun stuff. It's all meant to be fun. It's what it's there for. It's meant to be fun. Not meant here to, for nerds to kill each other over it. It's not what it's there for. There was a really good, good like discussion once that I read about how nerds like basically like re- like Bible thumpers are basically just nerds. Because nerds all have source material that they quote all oh, the time yeah. to each other. There's, there's and it's the exactly Bible. the same bullshit. And it's just like, you know, everyone's got their little thing. So I always thought that's a very, very funny point, too. Like, with nerds fighting over their, you know, obsessions and stuff like that. We saw it over, like, all those movie fandoms and show fandoms and everything. Lately, it's been a lot of conflict. A lot of yeah. punching back and forth. Pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. Uh, how did you watch these two movies, John, though? But how did you watch uh, Killer Clowns and Leprechaun? Where'd you watch them? Um, well, let's see. One of them I actually had already. Like it, So, so yeah. I got a little flash drive from one of my friends one time that just had a bunch of movies on it. 
because yeah. he had the DVDs, so he made like his own oh, that's like, fucking versions cool. of it, so he could go watch it wherever. And so he gave me that, and I, I remember I had it. like It had been sitting in my drawer forever. And so I picked it up, and I was like, I think this has Killer Clowns from Outer Space on it. And so I went and looked on it, and it was on there. Who knows how many years it's been on this flash drive, but I was able to watch it that way on my computer. And then the other one was through a streaming service that was like, I don't know, it's based in like Japan or some shit. And then I watched Leprechaun on that. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so it was like one of those free sites where it's like, oh, watch this movie. And I'd already seen it before, so I don't need like crazy good quality. Yeah, exactly. And so I, just... I, I watched it. I watched both of them. I watched them like, I watched one one night and then another one the next night. Um, I watched Leprechaun first. Ah, oh, gotcha. And then I watched uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I'd only seen like half of it because of like another time somebody had like the dvd of it i was like jesus christ you have a dvd of this movie so he put it on we watched like half of it but i had to leave and then so i was like so i knew kind of what it was about and then i watched it again and i'm like this is so ridiculous (laughs) like there's so much stuff going on there but leprechaun they're like different vibes though yeah very 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 different movies i i watched uh both of them or one of them at my house, watch one of them at my home while just lying down watching. Watch Clear Clowns at home. And that was great. It was just great chilling out, watching it. And then I watched Leprechaun at work, like I already mentioned. And um, I did not enjoy Leprechaun nearly as much, I don't think, as much as I enjoyed Killer Clowns. Like, like it's a little bit simpler, I think. Yeah, like, it's, for their it, concept. It, it is definitely simpler. It is definitely simpler. But I just kind of was like, I feel like maybe I feel like the slasher thing is kind of unless you do it well, it's kind of. Eh. It's kind of like boring because we've seen it so many times. Oh, gotcha. Well, also like, like we mentioned before, the slasher films were like they made rules that like yes, every film afterwards kind of had to follow. Yeah, to be considered like a slasher movie, right? Like in that subgenre and like following whatever like uh, has come before it, which is kind of how they did things. They were just building on top of each other, and that's what most of the new horror genres are doing. Like. Once one person makes this one movie in this area, then they're like the source material. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everybody afterwards is going to keep doing it. Like yeah. we're going to have so many people copy Jordan Peele with the Get Out and Us movies in the next few years. Like there's going to be so many that are released kind of like it. I wonder I wonder I, I wonder how that's going to look. I wonder how it will actually look. I wonder what the movies will look like, what their like what their directions going to be. Yeah. What type of cop like what type of copycats or are these going to be like social media po- copycats that like put on a huge persona and stuff? Or I would imagine. are there movies just going to be giant ripoffs of the same concept and they're just throwing characters in there for the sake of it? Nah, I, I would say I would think that it's about to get really creative. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Because all right. like the the shift of people over to wanting to see more indie movies, yeah, and definitely. like stories that are very original and they want to see like different things than what's been in the mainstream so i think there will be a movement towards that as well as people really starting to want a certain type of movie with representation so more people that are not just like a whole cast of white people they want like other people in those films to show up so it'll be i think it'll be a good thing a diverse cast of folks right which makes sense that show you know i feel like 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 casting should really be dependent on setting where is your film set in? Yeah. And who are the people that live there? I am sorry. We're not going to have an entire cast of white people in Southern Africa. Yeah. I just don't, like, that's not, you're not going to have a family, like, you're not going to have a little house in the, on the prairie right. in the middle of Southern Africa. Like, However, a Southern African little house on the prairie styled theme with an entire African cast might be suck fucking awesome. You know, like, that could be totally dope. Like, I would probably change watch. anything about it, just the No, just, yeah, just, just, just <laughs> change everything else in the setting and everything and just, like, uh, appoint all of, like, what happens 
to that setting and like that area in particular. I think it could be kind of cool. It could be some, the attitudes would have to be different, but you just put a family in a different setting and then you change their attitudes accordingly, but kind of right. have like, it's all going to be situational and whatnot. Anyway, I, I but keep thinking I of like the like, <laughs> you have no idea how many times I like think about what if we just switched all yeah. these people <laughs> and then like African game of Thrones. Dude, that was such a good post. That could be dope as fuck. I think. But also, cool. like, someone else commented on my shit, and they're correct. They were like, I don't know about all this incest. <laughs> like, we're not going to have all these incest if you put all of the people of color in this film. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of that in a lot of cultures. There's It's mostly European royalty. <laughs> Let's keep the bloodline pure. <laughs> I love the – have you ever seen the descriptions of all the rulers and, like, they just had like club feet, like a weird. Yeah, they're always strange, shapely strange face, fucking like, folks. Yeah, had trouble breathing, like under jaw, like all sorts of weird shit. And like, so they're like portraits are not even accurate for what they look like. <laughs> they're like making like prettying them up. Very and you, interesting. You read all the descriptions for it. Those are great. I love going through those. It also reminds me of the guy who paints uh, like portraits of famous actors into like old school uniforms. Oh, okay. So you can see like Morgan Freeman and like an old school uniform and it just looks like it looks right. (laughs) (laughs) I love shit like that. No, that is uh, super interesting. I actually didn't. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, though, because they would have a lot of deformities for being like inbred and stuff like that. That's very interesting. Very, very interesting. I don't know. Like a lot of um, I want to say that a lot of African history was oral tradition for them. I think it was like a lot of their history was like spoken and not so much written. So I don't. I don't know how accurate our like our I don't know how accurate our information of their history is. Uh that's something I don't actually know. I just do not know. There's so many like custody battles that are going on as far as artifacts that certain countries mm-hmm. have that belong to Africa and belong to certain like places in Africa. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think France recently returned a lot yeah. of their artifacts. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah. And then I, uh, I mean, so I mean, yes, that's true. But I think that you could you could reskin it and like remove the incest concept. I'm not saying like oh I get specifically you. Yeah. rip Game of Thrones and just change the race of everybody. I was saying like you just change the setting, but still, Africa's got to deal with like warring families already. Yeah, you could totally do the espionage like political yep. battle nonsense. You could in create characters that are like Varys, like Tyrion, and just make them African. And then great. give them that setting and give them the way that their royalty works. And then it's like you can just, you know, you could have shit like that. People are working on shit like that now. It's it's coming up. It's going to happen. It's There's been happening. Like There's really... an Aztec D&D game. Yes. That's the thing. It's badass. Fucking. I want to play that. But there's also, there's also a show coming out on Netflix that has specifically to do with the Mayan, um, like, what's the word for all of the gods? Um uh not not the mythology the pantheon pantheon thank you the pantheon of of mayan gods and how this like main it's like the hero's journey but like mexican aztec version of it oh yeah looks so fucking cool and i'm like oh and then just looking at the long list of people who are working on it who are all like from mexico and then they're getting a deal with netflix to put it out and i was like i'm so ready for some fantasy that has to do with mayan culture oh yeah no it, it, it was super cool we just saw that other is that you talking about that preview we just watched no no that's a different that one. also looks fucking cool that's as well like, uh, i don't even know what it's called i, don't, I have like no a, idea it's, it's like a korean made 
fantasy story. Yeah, I'm so into it. Let's yeah. rock. I'm so ready to rock. And I think that's that's something that's really cool is that fantasy is getting to the forefront of of media now. So I think we're going to see a lot more broad, yes. interesting worlds. And sci-fi I, and fantasy are killing it. Are slaughtering <laughs> everything right now. And I know I, I've said this before on this podcast, and I'm going to say it again, that oftentimes it's during times of crisis that fantasy becomes so yes so uh, popular. So it's very <laughs> interesting to consider president. if it's a Korean-made one, consider what's going on in Korea at the moment. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Consider the feelings of the people that live there and why they might be wanting a little bit of escape. The ultimate fear of the North. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what I really wanted to talk about more, too, was sort of the structure that they made for um, both of the movies. So Killer Clowns from Outer Space had, they like, even though they did some crazy wonky stuff, they sort of had rules as well, though. Like, they, they fit into, like, the cartoon versions of what you would see, where, like, the Roadrunner and the Coyote is probably, like, the best version of that, because anytime he would, like, get thrown off a cliff he would stop for a moment and like make sure he looks at the audience first and then drop yeah, and then drop yep so yep, like yep. those Super kind of tunes. like looney tunes rules were in both of them and i wonder if they did that so that you would have more of the comedy effect mm-hmm. and then the rest of it like they would just bring in the horror to like appeal to another crowd of people and then just mashed it together like do you think they did it on purpose to make it that funny I feel like that it was all very intentional. Everything in that movie spoke to me as if it was intentionally done that way. Um, and I feel like all the actors are kind of in on the joke too, based upon some of their overacting, how they, you know, perceive events and things like that. And it was very like very trolls too, in a way, kind of in like the acting quality where they're like, obviously redu- ridiculous. They know it's kind of ridiculous. I Whereas I think that, that, I think that it, 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 to compare and contrast with, uh, Leprechaun, I would say Leprechaun, I feel like Warwick made it funny because he couldn't fucking take it seriously in the first place. No, As an actor, yeah. probably. So he's like, I'm not doing this unless it's silly because I can only do it funny. And because it's funny. Like the only, that's all I can say about this script, guys. It's funny. I ain't doing it any other way. So I feel like it feels forced for a script that was originally not meant for that. And it feels like a very last minute decision, which it was. Yeah, they had to reshoot some stuff. Yeah, and so that's why it feels not as, like, as cohesive. I'll say it doesn't feel as cohesive, and that's why I think it gets a generally bad rap. And I feel like Killer Clowns, very intentional to be silly. The clowns themselves look cartoony already. They look like right. they look like those monsters in Space Jam. It yeah, could totally be like the Space accurate. Jam fucking like uh, the opposing aliens. They could totally kind of be like that a little bit, like the weird wide toothy grins and stuff. And oh yeah, absolutely. So I I totally feel like feel like it was more intentional in one, and the other one it felt forced. Because it was. Because <laughs> it was. It, it totally was, absolutely was. was forced, yes. So that's why I like Killer Clowns more, and it's a movie that I will hail forever, and it's fucking great, and I'm so glad I got to watch it. It also has a, like, a pretty fair rating as far as like Rotten Tomatoes goes. Yeah. It has like 77% on that. That's there, pretty good. Which yep. is like pretty legit for a movie like that. But I think it gained a lot of cult following after it came out, and then eventually got some new releases like on DVD and but not to get a little bit more cash into it. But I don't think they made their budget pack. Mm. I was looking at it, and I can't seem to find a solid number anywhere, which usually means they didn't make very they probably, much money Yeah, they it. probably didn't make that much on it, which is kind of sad because it was a fun movie. Right. It wasn't that bad. It's not, like, terrible or anything. It's like, you know, it's not like I'm not going to see this at the Oscars or some nonsense like that, but it's fun. Uh, I'm kind of annoyed at how, like, 
the Oscars just has a formula for like what they're looking for. Oh, do they? And now? like they only have like, well, yeah, like when's the last time you saw like a serious horror movie make it into one of the Oscars? Oh, true, yeah, or never. Academy Awards. It's always the the drama features that they want to see. With like with like long stoic glances. Yeah, like <laughs> as he glances at me. Stoically. Stoically. A moment for the glance. <laughs> I'm gonna put a picture of your face. <laughs> I should use a picture of that face for the cover of the episode. <laughs> so, I see you've come to me again, Clarice. <laughs> yes, I've come to you. Yes, you have indeed come to me. It's been a while since my father died. Yes, I always hated that man. Damn you, woman. <laughs> I remember that going and differently. I don't know. I don't even know what movie that's from. I just Silence just, of the Lands. Oh yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I just took Clarice. You're talking about Hannibal Lecter. I was right? totally ripping off it, and then I just went wrong. Oh okay. I just did it wrong, but it's just like those like really long. You should just delete that. Really is really what? No, don't don't keep it here. I'll be embarrassed. I was trying to improv some nonsense and thought it was more funny than it was. <laughs> don't tell them that. Don't let them know I'm a fraud. <laughs> I'm saving that <laughs> that specific part. Don't let them know I'm a fraud. <laughs> I think they can't know. That's fucking great. <laughs> so um, <laughs> um, so I think uh, I don't know. What do you have any closing thoughts? Well, more of like closing questions. Oh, what do you? What questions? Right. So like, if you had to recommend other movies in this sort of like same funny horror comedy, what do, what would you Gremlins. recommend? We well, we mentioned the Gremlins. Yeah, we mentioned that earlier, but yeah. I would definitely say go watch Gremlins. Uh, I guess uh, Rocky Horror is not really there, but it's almost there. Um, I don't like no neither like no. I, I'm trying to think of like other like other goofy horror movies that are quite like Clear Clowns. Oh, oh, dude. Uh the the Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors is definitely up there, but that's it's like a say. musical too. It is a musical. That's fine though. That's that's Which the goofy like, bit. Yeah. That's why it's goofy. <laughs> it's really good. It's actually great. It's great. Yeah. And it is technically horror. And yeah. not that we're afraid of it. It's no, technically it horror though. I say scary so many lines from that like randomly. But it's a it's a great movie. Uh, that's I would recommend that for killer for killer clowns also as another comparable one. Gremlins and killer clowns for me. What do you think, John? Uh, let me see. I I had originally thought of Little Shop of Horrors as well. I thought of Krampus because oh, like yes, yes, the yes, new yes, yes. Krampus movie is actually really funny, dope as fuck. Yes. In addition to being like, oh shit, like it goes from being funny to like that's pretty legit scary. <laughs> like when you get to see the creatures like face. You're like, oh, fuck, this is, like, something serious. Like, open mouth <laughs> monster. Yep. No, we'll have to. We'll definitely have to do an episode on right. the Krampus one. That'll um, be the Christmas special. I also thought of uh, Jack Frost. Okay. I actually I have not killer, seen Jack killer Frost Snowman. in a long time. It's been a long time since I watched that movie. But um, I remember then, he, like, attacks a lady in a bathroom. And then shit like Tremors. Oh, yeah. Tremors is also super fucking Tremors movie. is up there for How do I forget these movies? I, maybe it's because I didn't, like, watch. Did you watch these movies a lot? Yeah. See, I did not do that. I used to constantly watch them because they were on the channels that show the movies. So, like, when TV was, like, a main thing. Not like how it is now where it's, like, you have your streaming services. Yeah. You had to just be like, I think there's some good shit on this channel. And you just leave it there, like, all day. Yeah. But and just see I if would, something yeah. good comes up. I would, I would watch Cartoon Network because so, I wanted to watch Cartoon Network and then watch Adult Swim. And then I'd watch Spike TV because Spike TV used to have um, 
What's that show where like it's like Japanese show? They're trying to do <laughs> the game th- show. It's th- like, trying to do the game show. I know what you're talking about yeah, and they have like all the dub, it's like extreme the dub sports, yeah, or whatever. extreme sport. Oh my god! Dude. I used to watch that all the time. In addition to watching, uh, I also watched like that what is it? A thousand ways to die. Oh, which was originally god. fucking narrated by Ron Perlman. So it's like you had Ron Perlman telling you about all the nonsense ways people were getting killed. Uh, yeah, so like that's how I ended up watching the Mummy. Like. I don't know how many hundreds. All the of times. Mummy is super cool. I've watched it so many. I times. like the Mummy. I like the Mummy. Does that count as horror? Yeah, I, think the I first would say one, it does. I, I like the first one, and it's kind of that's kind of yeah. Big. I just I don't. I care. like the first two. Okay, you yeah. know the like the Scorpion King is that the second one? No, no. The, sec- the no. second one was when they get introduced to. Um, oh wait, it is Scorpion King. Yeah, you're right. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, those first two are fine. Everything after. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't care. Well, because they had like. The third one with with uh Brendan Fraser was originally in the first two. Yes. And uh you know oh dude, Brendan Fraser's still active again. What is he doing? He's doing he's recently? in uh, he's in that DC. He's in that DC thing. He plays the robot man. I did not know that. Yeah, he's like that's like his new like he's been washed up and like out of it for a bit and he just got right. back on and he got to put a big robot suit on. <laughs> it's pretty cool. What other closing questions do you have for us, John? Um I was going to ask if any part of it, like, actually scared you, like any of the two movies. Like, or you were like, this is kind of creepy, actually. Uh, Leprechaun, never. I was never afraid yeah. during that entire movie. Uh, uh, the clowns, it's like, they're just creepy. There are times when I was actually kind of like, oh, shit, something's about to explode out of somewhere. Right. And whatnot. And it kind of, like, threw me off guard. Uh, I think the clowns, just their look and everything was just creepy enough as it was. How they looked at people and stuff. And then when they opened up the cotton candy sacks that are inside of the ship. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the faces were all bloody and, like, dripping over. And they're like, ah! Like, they liquefied the people inside cotton candy sacks. Like, this is so awesome and just ridiculously, like, morbid. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> I like the scream that got thrown in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. No. Any other questions, John? What do you What do you think? What do you, Which one was scarier to you? Uh, definitely the killer clowns. I think. I think I. Uh, I may have a bigger fear of clowns than I originally thought. Because after watching it, I was like, "This is this is kind of weird." I don't know if I want to <laughs> get into this more. Do you remember when, like, it was like a few years ago, and there was just like random people dressing up as clowns mm-hmm. and like stalking people? They were, oh yeah, that was yeah. We talked about that. A little yeah, bit. that was fucking weird. Like. It just happened, and then it didn't, and then no one ever said anything about it again. But, like, it made news on several different places because they were just, like, showing up and, like, tr- watching people, and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? There's, like, random-ass people dressing up as clowns everywhere. I thought it was, like, some clever marketing for the It movie, but it's just – it wasn't. There was nope. just people being really fucking weird. Yep. <laughs> Everyone like I think that when the it movie was coming out, people were leaving like little yellow balloons outside of uh outside of like yeah. uh, uh sewer drains and stuff like oh my god oh right it's like fuck people like come one on one of my now. friends has the little SS Georgie tattooed on him oh the little boat oh my god yeah that's fucking cool he got it as a he got it as a we flash all tattoo float down here yeah it says it too right on it that's fucking cool. You, uh, I think the year it came out, if you went to like any tattoo shop for like their Friday Thirteenth sales, they had uh, an It movie like themed tattoo. I've been like, I don't have any tats at all, and I don't know if I'm ever gonna get any. 
I'd probably get like an alien one though. Like a xenomorph would be pretty oh, okay. cool, but you should just I don't get a, a xenomorph on your back. <laughs> that would be pretty rad, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be pretty cool. But you know, can't can't always just put a big phallic monster on my back all no. the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should do? You should get like a like a high fantasy version of yourself, like full Conan armor, oh like on <laughs> on your back with a very stoic expression. Right, that'd be great. And then you can have like a whole back piece. Oh my god! I'll just be like the like the Stevo of fantasy though. Yep. I just won't do anything nearly as crazy as Stevo does. You know, have you ever seen those uh, those cars? It's usually Mexican dudes who put like the Mayan like god on it, who's holding like some woman who's <laughs> yeah, passed out, like, who's just like passed yeah. out for some reason. <laughs> he's just like heat exhaustion doctor, right. and, and he's, he's just, just like, like my lady. Goes, I will get you to the water. It's so fucking funny to see those because they're like on the hoods of cars, like of trucks. Yeah, and they're just like, I'll take care of my women. <laughs> when you're tired from shopping at the mall all day, I'll hold you. <laughs> oh my God. Up. Those crack me up way too much. Uh, but on a more serious tattoo note, I did see a guy who had a tattoo piece from like the top of his shoulders all the way to the bottom of his ankles. Like it was one consistent piece. And that was, was nuts. Was it like xenomorph stuff or what? No, was no, it? it was um, it was the like Japanese traditional style. So, oh, okay, gotcha. So, so it, like, like the that. main piece of it was like a samurai like fighting down a demon. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And then cool. like monsters and creatures like below it that went all down the legs. Oh, that's crazy. Awesome. It was a, like it was basically like a scene of like this dude fighting creatures from hell or something. That's just you know ridiculous. what it was. It was a Japanese version of Doom. The cover of Doom. Okay, dig that's it. what it looked like to me. And just like I imagine, all the demons—they're like, piling up, up around legs, him. Yeah, and he's just like on top of, like in the center back, just ah, <laughs> killing Legit. everything. He's got a samurai sword. We still got to do. We still got to do an episode on Doom. Yeah, dude, on the Doom games. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have to have someone play one of them with me because I'm a big baby. <laughs> well, don't put that in there. I don't want them to know that. I'm a fraud. Did you ever play uh, Dead Space? I played like the beginning of it and I got lost somehow that game because I'm bad at this. Freak those. you out so bad. It was already freaking me out. I think I was just like, I'm afraid of going to the next game. <laughs> Horror games fuck me up, dude. It's so hard for me to play them. And I feel like we're going to have to do an episode that makes fun of me for that. <laughs> That's just like, all right, Mitch, Mitch is, uh, Mitch's little bitch out moment with the horror games. <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> Dude, I had to stop playing um, – I can't remember what it's called. I'll look it up. But the the game is like it produces hallucinations on the screen and then auditory things that – Wasn't it like amnesia? Uh, amnesia? Uh, I don't think so. But it essentially like you're trying to find – you're trying to rescue someone and then like you don't know what is, is it real. Hellblade? What is it? I think it's that one. Hellblade Seven with sacrifice. I think so. Is it like have like the third person and it's like a lady with like a head skull on her side? Yes. And she's like going, "Yeah, dude, where did you stop at?" Um, I need to finish that game also. Actually, because it's really I good. I don't remember. It's really good. It's probably. One but of the essentially, I, I didn't play very much of it. I got yeah. like I got through the first bits of it, and then I was like, "This is really fucking me up." And I just put it down for a second and just never came back. Oh, you uh, put the headphones on? Right, I had to the, play it. Oh yeah, my god, dude! I had the headphones, dude. and um, uh, I went into I went over to one of my friend's houses who has the like, I don't know what it's called, the VR shit. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and so I like, would just try to just play it normally without like headphones. Right. Maybe it's actually a really good like the story's really good. Yeah. Um. Uh. How like how like the character is constantly doubting herself, the whole like all the voices in her head make her doubt herself. Uh. It, 
it's it's i love the style it's probably one of the most accurate portrayals of norse mythology i've ever seen in a video yeah. game before without it being like ridiculous like god of war is cool but it's not like it's going on its own mythology it's got its own thing going on with it but i'm sure they put a lot of work into that one i'm also ignorant and i haven't played it so i don't know everything i know uh but i know Senua's sacrifice was really deep on it though they got into a lot of the old lore it's a and good stuff. game but i felt like when i was playing it that there was just too much shit it's it's my own fault if I ever play any sort of like fantasy role playing game, I get too stuck in the side quests. Mm -hmm. Like when I was playing The Witcher, do you know how long I sat and played Gwent for? Oh gosh, damn! I fucking played like. You just wanted to get super good. Who at knows it. how many rounds of Gwent, and then I got back to it. and I was like, shit, I was supposed to be doing something. <laughs> like I had like a mission that I was on over here. Because uh, yeah. well, Senna was is very like it's very uh, it's taking you down a path. Like you're going through the levels and getting yeah. like it's not there's not a lot of like twisting and turning and i feel it's more narratively driven like that rather than like dark souls that has like multiple ways you can interpret things and which way you can go and all of that whereas like the whole whereas like it's more like very linear linear storyline uh, i never finished dark souls either it's okay don't worry about it i feel like doing <laughs> some episodes on the dark souls like having us and another speaker each of us play a different one. Oh man it would be kind of cool and like just play them a little bit and then come talk about the horror elements of the games we could do something like that. I think that would be cool because there's some very fucking hellish bosses in those games, dude. They're crazy. Oh it's they're like fucking. One, it's like one shot and you're dead. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts, dude. It's not. They're. It's. It's a. Uh, yeah. They're. They're. They're definitely hardcore games, though. That's definitely like not for casual folks. Like you're not gonna. No. <laughs> um. Let me see. The last question I had was, do you have like legitimate fears? Like, do you know for sure there's like one thing that gets you scary? the dark yeah uh the fear of the unknown is my worst is probably my worst thing i don't like being dark the fear of being enclosed like being enclosed in like a coffin or some enclosed space like being stuck in a phobia i don't like no mm -mm, no i don't like stuff like that at all no that's interesting i freak out if i get too close and i feel like i can't breathe and shit like oh, i start really? freaking out yeah okay. it's not, not good i can be in like a small room you know but if i have no way out and i'm like have walls that are like just at my shoulders and chest length and stuff i'm gonna start fucking freaking out if i don't know what's going on so yeah i am the opposite i could like sleep in a coffin weird yeah i like the like even when i when i sleep now although recently i've been sleeping on top of my covers but anyway at some point i would like bring the blankets all the way up to my face and like sort of cover my mouth and so it was just like my nose <laughs> up, up and I'd be, be a I'd be laying on the yeah I'd be laying on my back and I'd get my pillows and bring them like down over my head and that was how I would sleep super comfortably man I used to do that like all the time when it was colder and it was like able to do that but now I'm just like sleeping on top of my covers like a psychopath and like no cover no blanket covering me I'm just like foot off the bed I like my fans like blowing over right. myself while I'm sleeping. But I have to agree with you that I, I still have a very legitimate, healthy fear of the dark, which is why I like have so many nightlights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is the weirdest thing. But like just I have I have like I'll just let it go sometimes where I'm like, what if there's something 
here or there and it just starts like you know how many times i looked over and thought my chair was like fucking person just standing there yes (laughs) jesus christ no no mm -mm, uh -uh, mm -mm. that's the shit that always gets me too because i'm like oh fuck oh okay that's my chair (laughs) plus i fucking i don't wear i wear glasses we're like walking up dark stairways like a dark stairwell and you think there's something must be behind you so you have to hurry up the stairs in your room really quick and you know that I always get an envision of like a claw coming through the door just as I close it every time. Like there's something definitely chasing me. At my work, if I go out to tr- throw out the trash at three o'clock in the morning and it's pitch black because there's no street lights out there, it's oh, pitch black. Fuck. If there's yeah, so I my walk to the trash can is horrifying for me because <laughs> I'm just like. There's definitely, and you'll hear like a branch move from like a bird or something, and you're just like, fuck, <laughs> god damn it, xenomorph hiding in the fucking bushes, gonna get me. Oh. <laughs> There's a rat, a crazed meth addict running around the front yard going to stab me or something. I have no idea. Dude, Who knows? I get that when I'm going upstairs as well. And then I also get it on, uh, <laughs> which is really silly, but like if you're ever washing your hair in the shower, <laughs> and you're just like, and close your eyes. You close your eyes for a second. Because you ima- you're vulnerable. Right. You're vulnerable. You're blind and vulnerable <laughs> right there. A predator could murder See, you. This is the secret <laughs> reason why I have Justine get in the shower with me. I need. I need a watcher while I'm, while I'm, you know, while while I'm cleaning my hair. <laughs> I don't take showers with anyone because you could always kill me. <laughs> that'd be actually that's such an awkward killing too because you're both naked. Right? But then, but I mean, if they're killing you, they're probably just like, yes, let the blood flow over my body. <laughs> and then they're all like, psycho shit. yeah, exactly. And then they just kind of like, and then the water, I mean, the shower's just going to wash it off afterwards. All you got to do is make sure your toesies are bloodless and you're fine. Your toesies. <laughs> I love that you threw in toesies after a grisly murder. Just step on out that gore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I don't like bugs. Spiders. I fuck spiders. Like any spiders. creepy crawlies that have multiple legs, I can't handle it. If I don't got- want them touching me. I don't want it near me. I don't want them flying near me. Like, I don't want it. It's not something for me. Even spiders that are like chilling, they're like not dangerous. I'm like, I need you to go somewhere else. It's not. You put them outside though. See, I like, I like, yeah. smash them and leave the corpses around <laughs> to like as, <laughs> as like a, a warning. It's like warning of other spiders. You'd think they've learned. They don't. Right. This is very reminiscent of who is it? Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> represent dead bodies in the front of his castle, just so you know. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I would say those two things. Because I have no fear of, like, reptiles. Mm. Like, I could pick up a snake. Yeah, snakes are cool. It's no problem. Because I used to have a corn snake. Uh, rodents make me weird. Like, picking up rodents and stuff make me feel weird. I always think they're going to nip at me or something. Oh, they hamsters do. fuck with me. I don't know why. It's I, weird. I'm so nervous of handling some animals. I specifically did not buy a hamster because the little shit bit me in the store. Oh. I was like stoked. I had like the box and everything for it. And I was with my parents and I picked him up out of the thing and he bit my finger. And my mom, she tells me the story. She was like, you just dropped it back in and told me you didn't want a hamster anymore. And then I think I got a snake, like not too far after that. <laughs> I just imagine this kid going, ouch. Done. <laughs> I don't want this. Stupid animal. Goodbye. The only other funny thing was when I owned my corn snake and then I owned a rat at the same time in the same room. Uh, so like they could see each other from their tanks. And I feel like I always like to imagine that the snake had like a really proper prim, like British accent <laughs> and that, and that the rat had the Cogni accent. 
and then they would constantly be saying shit to each other because they like stayed in my room together. This fucking imagination of yours. It was great. Uh, Oi, what you doing over there? Oh, I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm slithering. You look pretty tasty yourself. Stop staring at me. That was my favorite. And then, and then, anytime I would feed my snake, I would put a little blanket over my rat's cage so he couldn't oh. see. <laughs> yeah, so he wouldn't know that there's a predator just outside. Right, like feed away from him. That's like you're the village. Yeah, him. the blanket is like the propaganda that you spread to the oh rat. Let him know that the predator. That not movie just... made me so mad. I'm still upset. Like it could have been cool. So many years later, it could have just been horrible pig beasts in the forest, but it right. had to be a weird thing. No, they made it the dude who apparently had like a mental illness, and then like that was the dude who was the creature. And I was like, it was Joaquin Phoenix playing oh. a mentally challenged person. And you're like, wow, this is really fucked up. Oh, oh god. Yeah, like it got Dude, so I, do I just forget that movie yeah, entirely? Like that's a fucked up movie. Um, God damn it! It was all of the M. rich like doctors and scholars and shit who wanted to like live in peace, but like took it to an extreme and then took their families there. And then there was generations born in there who don't know anything about the world. It's nuts. <sighs> but that was like his famous twist ending. So whatever. They're actually just on a. <laughs> Didn't we talk about signs not too long ago? Yeah, a little bit ago. We talked about yeah. signs. Signs actually had some pretty creepy stuff in it. Well, someone, someone like took apart the whole plot of signs for me. Oh, not too, not and that just, long would ago. Would they ruin it or something? Well, no, they were just like, how the fuck? Like, what about when it rained? Like, are they just gonna be? Yeah, they're just gonna like yeah. They're they're, hide they're, in their ship? Yeah, they're hiding their shit probably. This was like when you read War of the Worlds and then just discovered that like they couldn't take over because of of germs. Germs, yeah. yeah. But it was also like germs would have taken a while to kill them off. Yeah, right a long while. Yeah, not so like immediate. Like yeah, they they not fucking they, in mid a way, invasion. They, in a way, we oftentimes like humanize the villains. Like we create them just as flawed as we are, even though they might be technically superior. They are still flawed in that you know they have you know immune systems too i am not a fan of humanizing villains me personally as a writer i would not do that i mean i mean oh you mean humanizing humanizing as in like they have a reason for what they're doing it's not just like pure madness for whatever they're doing well pure pure madness is cool sometimes but i mean not appropriate for everything though i understand not for everything no but i like uh but i i do like having villains that have like have like a a motive that's a little bit more broad than just the I want to kill all the people and be the best than all. It's cooler like <laughs> to you know if Thanos had said that he wouldn't be as compelling and he'd be kind of lame and boring and he forgettable. It was interesting because his argument basically was that like we couldn't make more food and things because then people would just get more greedy. Yeah, but he has a reason for yeah, what he's doing he and the thing and it's not even like a. It's nothing as simple as I want to murder everyone. I, I know I'm using him as an example. And there's other villains, I think, that have, like, similar minds. But there's always interesting ones. I was so conflicted about, like, did you ever see Maleficent? Yes. No. No, I don't think I did. No, I did not believe I did, actually. Uh, so I want to spoil part of it for Go you. Go for it. Uh, so the reason why Maleficent is so evil is because she used to be, um, God, I don't know what they're called. But she had wings. So she had wings and was able to fly before. And then she fell in love with this one dude who is the son of one of like the main kings in their kingdom. Mm -hmm. And he cuts off her wings 
and brings it to the king and that's how he takes power because he's like oh check this out like i got the wings from her so makes this woman fall in love with him which is maleficent and then so many years later she like she can't grow her wings back so she like covers up with these big gowns and learns all the dark magic and then goes back and curses their first child and is just like what she's gonna grow to be 18 and like prick her finger on a showing needle <laughs> and all totally this awesome. and then she's gonna drop into a deep sleep and then that's how like the whole story goes but like that's the main reason why she like she's getting revenge for yeah. like this dude and i was like i didn't know if i should like it because like it's a good story but it was also like i already liked maleficent just yeah. as like an evil character to be yeah exactly with. so maybe so i mean maybe it at, at the time she was portrayed well enough that it was fine it right the story so I like villains that have a motive other than uh, other than that. Like like this recently, I wrapped up like like the week before last. I wrapped up a campaign and I had the main villain um, turn out to be a guardian and trying to protect the realm. Yeah, essentially, his whole deal was that he was keeping these artifacts away from a demon lord or or the like followers of a demon lord who could use these artifacts to summon that demon lord to the actual plane of existence, causing and this yeah. is like a big bad macho. This is not just like some fucking like low level demon. This is like one of the like granddaddy demons of all demons essentially deal. And so I had it flipped where he became a guardian. And so it made them kind of be like the, the party honestly was just like, fuck you. We're still killing you. I don't give a shit what you say. But it made me be like, well, they're thinking about it a little bit at least. Right. And now everything that's going to happen next Murder is going to make sense. <laughs> I love that people's immediate reactions is usually like, can I kill it? Yep, it is. That's D and D is very much beat it till it stops moving, <laughs> and then hit it one more, time. Right. <laughs> one more time. Just for safe measure. Yeah, just for safe measure. You want to make sure it's not a troll. Is there anything that can die and come back? Yeah. Shit. Uh, in in D and D, like monsters in that in that universe, uh, I think that one of the more recent one trolls are one of them. They can regenerate, so you can kill a troll, and if you haven't dealt acid or fire damage to it, its regenerate goes off. So it gets a point of health back and it'll just keep going like oh, that. Oh, shit. So that's the, whole, that's the whole deal with them. You have to have fire or acid to kill them because it stops their regeneration. Oh, I see. So that trolls will do that. Um, some undead will do that too. If you hit them and they'll, they hit zero, they get to make like a con save to like reassemble. Go back to one again instead of hitting zero. So you'll have oh. like skeletons you smack and they just keep going afterwards. Even if that hit would actually kill them. Um, yeah, dude. They're pretty, yeah. D&D's got some cool stuff in it. Hell yeah. Well, mm. I think we've reached the end. I think we've reached the end of what we want to talk about. Was there any final thoughts on the two movies? Clear Clowns is pretty great. It's pretty awesome. I, I, I enjoyed it so much, and I'm really glad I got a chance to watch it. And uh, I don't really have any other thoughts. No, I think I've said everything that I want to say, John. <laughs> I want to remind everybody that we're super easy to find. We're on all the streaming sites. So we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music. Um, SoundCloud is the main place that we're at. Um, we've also got our Instagram, our Facebook page, as well as the Twitter that I am updating as much as I can. I've started a, um, a film recommendation of the day, which is going to be all horror films. So if you're interested in going to watch movies that I personally recommend, that are going to be showing up on all the social media sites every day and then every now and again some fun questions for you guys to join in on as well as possible discussions on certain topics that we just couldn't discuss here in the podcast or it had to get cut out either one of the yeah. two and so definitely keep 
listening for new topics. We're going to come up with a few different things uh, in the next few weeks, including video games, some more literature, possibly comics as well. But I appreciate you coming out to talk with me again, Mitch. I hope everyone has a good night. Have a good night. Thanks.